and welcome to Navigating Joy Together. My name is Lauren and I'm here with my family. Mark. Addison. Hunter and our dog Onyx. Each episode you will hear about our experiences with navigating joy together in our family as well as tips you can bring back to your family. Thanks for spending time with us. Now let's get to it. Welcome to this week's episode. Before we get started, I just wanted to quickly talk about my book again. If you haven't had a chance to check it out, please find it on Amazon. It's called My Dad Died from ALS and How I Found Joy 30 Years Later. I wanted to share a quick review from a reader. Lauren does a fantastic job of sharing her experience of dealing with her terminally ill father during her high school years. She is raw in her emotions and memories. Through her storytelling, she inspires the reader to reflect on how you can choose to react to challenging experiences and find joy in difficult situations. I could not put it down until I got to the end. I'm so blessed and grateful for that review because that was my goal in writing the book is to inspire and provide value to people who are also in grief or who are suffering or having challenging situations and to inspire you to continue to find joy during those situations, regardless of what's going on. So find on Amazon and let's head to this week's episode. Hello and welcome back to Navigating Joy Together. We are on episode 10. And before we get started with this week's episode, we're going to do a quick recap of our episode nine, which was Joy Crushers. Our daughter, Addison, brought up something that happens between her dad and I that's a joy crusher. Do you want to quickly share what it was? Sometimes when dad gets home from work, mom had a good day, dad had a good day, and everything. And then sometimes someone might say something or make a look or maybe dad will go right upstairs to the bathroom and then come down and he'll be like slowly getting his dinner ready and then mom will make a look or something like that. And then um, it... It becomes, what was that look for? I didn't make a look. And then, like, it becomes a whole argument. Okay, so we discussed that, and then we all talked about some action steps. Basically, we came to the conclusion that nobody has time to transfer from one part of their, their day to another. So, for instance, Dad coming home from work, and he comes into the house, and all of a sudden is Dad and Husband and he doesn't have time to kind of just decompress his workday. Then we talked about me as teaching and then decompressing my workday before I become wife and mom. And you guys talked about, since school was hadn't started yet, how you were going to go about decompressing from student to then coming home and being a child and maybe going to activities and so forth, right? Okay, so the quick action steps were dad was going to take 10 minutes when he got home. We were going to pretend he was invisible so he could do what he needed to do to kind of finish up his day from work. And then we talked about for Hunter, when we were driving home using that time when we started school to decompress and I was not going to all of a sudden tell you all the things that had to be done when we got home from school. You were getting home from school and just having time to chill for a little bit before you had to do some stuff, right? Like walk the dog or whatever. Yeah. And then mine was finding time to decompress in the car and just not think about all the things that had to be done. Just kind of 
relax, take some breaths, let my day go as a teacher so that when I got home, then I can kind of start preparing to be those other roles I needed to be. So school, we've only tried, we've only had a couple days of school. I've been back to school for, you know, seven days, maybe eight days. And that's still been working. So dad, how do you think it's gone for you? I think I've had some days where I've, I've requested some time and said, you know, invisible. I think what I need to do is embrace it a little bit more. And, and I felt a little bad or a little weird by asking for that time. So then I felt like I, I don't know, it was, it was, it was weird. I think I need to embrace that it's okay to kind of create that little chunk of time so that one thing ends and nothing can begin. Um, that that'd be my big learning. I wish I'd done. I wish I'd expressed, say, I need a true eight minutes, and then take the eight minutes and be okay with the eight minutes. I kind of was trying to work through that. Okay, so more to be determined at a later time. I think it was helpful. Yeah. At least we were being more aware. I think because I know there's a couple times I'm like, well, do you need your ten minutes, or are you invisible? Right, Hunter. There's been a couple times where we've driven home from play dates or like orientation and stuff. I think I have to be proud of myself. I have not sh talked about all the things that we need to do when we got home. Have you noticed that? Mm-hmm. Has that been helpful? Mm-hmm. Tell us why. Because I hate doing chores. <laughs> and when I just end school and you're not telling in like right after school is done and I'm already in school, I'm doing work and stuff. Like right after school, I get into the car and you're already like, so when we get home, we have 15, or we have like 30 minutes or something or however long. And you're already like, but we have to do this and this and this and you can't do anything until you do this stuff. And since I hate chores, I hate that. Okay, but what I'm saying is, have you noticed I have not done that? Yeah. Last, okay, so how did that feel and how did that help? Oh, good. How do you think it helped? It just helped because then I don't get frustrated. Okay. I've noticed that he's not as angry or grumpy anymore. Okay. So maybe having that time to just chill is beneficial? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And did you have any opportunity to do any of that these first couple of days? Um, yes, especially since I didn't have homework. And it was really easy for me because, like, I do have, like, an after-school sport every day. And by the time we get home, I only have about 30 minutes. It's nice because I do have time, you know? Like, you haven't put anything on me, you know? Yeah. So you just give me that time to get ready. and Yeah. Good. All right. So I think we're making steps forward, and we just have to continue with it. And I think it would be good to kind of check in at a later time to see how we're doing, right? Yes. I think we're more aware of it, so that's the first step. Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's move on to this week's episode. Today, this podcast episode is just going to be me as your host, Lauren. I am going to share with you some strategies to create more joy in your life. And each episode that I do will have one strategy, so today, You'll get one strategy to start practicing and implementing into your life to see how it can create more joy for you daily. So this first strategy is called 
savoring experiences. I learned this a few years ago when I took a class called The Science of Well-Being. It was a fantastic class. It was all about rewiring the brain. Because if you don't know, we can actually rewire our brain. It doesn't matter how old we are. Our brain is such an amazing organ in our body. And it's something that we can do, but it takes a lot of practice. So here's what savoring means. Savoring is stepping outside of an experience to review and appreciate it. And when we do that, it actually creates us joy. In this class, I learned that we often invest in awesome stuff like material things. And then something sets in, in called hedonic adaptation. And what that means is when we get something that we want that's more materialistic, we end up getting used to it after a while and then it might not make us as happy. So for example, let's pretend you have had a dream car that you've wanted for years. You know what color you want, you know what kind of interior, you know all the bells and whistles that you want. And finally the day comes that you are able to get that car. Well, are you gonna be psyched? Are you gonna be filled with joy and happy? Absolutely. But what happens six months later, or 10 months later, or two years later? You're used to it now, so it doesn't seem as exciting. That's hedonic adaptation. It's something that we get used to, and then that happiness and joy doesn't last. And usually, it ends up going away pretty quickly. So in this class, the instructor talked about Investing more in experiences. Think about experiences that make you happier because we don't get used to them. An experience is something we experience once, maybe an amazing family trip. You replay that experience in your head every now and then, and it brings so much joy to you. We won't get used to that because that exact same family trip is not going to happen over and over every year. Maybe you go to the same place with your family, but the trip is going to be different in some form or another. When we do that, we are now focusing on that one experience and it really holds our attention to that experience. And that's really important. So savoring is huge. And some suggestions you might be able to use with it is replay these happy memories for eight minutes for three days. And it's so funny I'm looking back at my notes because I do replay experiences. A lot of times when I go through pictures on my phone and just look at some past pictures, I replay those experiences, but I don't do it for eight minutes. And it also says do it for three days. So imagine if you replayed an amazingly joyful experience for eight minutes, three days in a row, like a videotape, like you inserted that videotape into the VCR or you put that DVD into your DVD player and you're watching it on the screen. That's what you want to do. You want to remember every single thing about that experience. Who was around? Where were you? The sounds you hear, the food you ate, the smells you smelled, the scenery, everything around you. And it does create a lot of joy. 
So practice with this. I think this would be such an amazing experience to practice with. I encourage you to try this out. Try savoring experiences. If you're not sure what experience to savor, go through your phone. There are gonna be so many pictures in your phone that capture so many amazing experiences. And I guarantee you will feel so much joy. This is such a joy creator. And it is such a good thing to do if you're feeling down in the dumps, maybe you're at work and all of a sudden it's a blah time. You might not be able to spend eight minutes doing it, but even if you're at work and you have a couple minutes, just put yourself back in that experience. It really does work. I have done this quite a few times. My goal now is to do it for eight minutes and to do it for three days in a row to see what actually happens. I really think you will be surprised at how much joy you create. And it's really amazing just by doing this, how that can uplift us and create more positive energy for the rest of the day or for the rest of the night or whenever you need that uplift. It's really hard sometimes to stay in the state of joy. We have to be very conscious about it. So go for it. I really think you will be pleased with the results. I would love to hear what your experiences are with this, what you noticed, and how it created joy for you. You can email me at lauren at dailyjoy.us. You can find me on my Facebook group, Navigating Joy Together, or you can message me on Instagram at Lauren's Daily Joy. Feel free to reach out. Again, I would love to hear your comments, what you noticed from it, or even questions that you have. I'm so excited to hear what happens and what you notice. I hope you have a wonderful and joyful day today. Thanks for listening. Did you enjoy your time with us today? If you did, please give us a review in Apple Podcast. Your review will make navigating joy together much more fun. And we would be truly grateful if you would share this with others who you know would gain value from our podcast. Thank you again, and we look forward to sharing our next episode with you in two weeks. Bye.